Welcome to the Writer's Tribe Talk Show. I'm your host, Elsa Kerr, and today I have with me Linda Hansen. She is an author and illustrator, and she has got such a great story, and I don't just mean her book. So, Linda, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm delighted. Absolutely. I'm so excited to have you on. So we met briefly uh, over a webinar and I started girl crushing on you pretty hard, like immediately. <laughs> and, and I wasn't even shy about it. I just told you right off. So, you know, and uh, and luckily for me, you agreed to come on the show today and talk about your book and your authorship journey, which is uh, a little bit unique, but and definitely cool. So tell me how your your writing journey started. Well, I retired seven years ago from a full-time job. I lived in St. Louis, Missouri, and moved to Florida. Uh, I didn't ever want to be cold again. I didn't ever want to see snow again. And my husband and I both like water, so we're our home's two and a half miles from the Gulf. It, you know, we think that we look at each other every day. We say we died and went to heaven. And I'm a very upfront, high energy person, which I'm sure people can tell. And so people who knew me when I was going to retire said, what are you going to do? And I go, I don't know, I'm retiring. And this was nonstop. So I looked at him and I said, well, you know, maybe I'll paint. I'll learn how to paint. And so it took me almost four years of living here. But four and a half years ago, I started taking watercolor classes. Now, this was pretty stupid. I took watercolor because I thought being water, it would be the easiest thing you could do. And I've since learned it was the most challenging and difficult medium I could have picked. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, do we, I always thought oil was supposed to be difficult. Sure. Oil and, and um, acrylics are easy. Watercolor is truly difficult. Mm. All right. I just didn't know any better. So I took watercolor classes. And I started painting four years ago. Mm. And um, our home that we bought next to it is a retention pond. In St. Louis or in the entire state of Missouri, a pond like that would belong to the subdivision. We just made that assumption. We needed to have a fence put in our, at our home, at our new home for dogs. So we paid for a stake survey. And two days before closing, my husband calls me at work and he goes, we may have a problem. <laughs> what? Home is a quarter acre of land that we own with a pond on it. And it's an amazing pond. There, We've identified 35 species of wading birds and ducks um, that aren't things that we would have seen in St. Louis. <laughs> There's hundreds of turtles and frogs. And we were here about three months when one day I go, Gary, Gary, and he goes, what? I go, come here, come here. There's an otter swimming in the pond. My heart. <laughs> he doesn't come every day, but we see him often. So I, I name everybody. There's Annie the Nihinga. There's LBH, which is the little blue heron. I have galley, which is a gallinule. I mean, I'm I'm childish. I Don't love tell it. anybody. <laughs> so I started calling the otter Otto. And we'd say Otto's here. And sometimes we can go a month to two months and not see him. And last winter in March, we hadn't seen him for about two months. And I, I don't know if it was because of COVID, 
But I said to Gary one day, I said, I sure hope Otto's okay. And he goes, I'm sure he is. And then about three weeks later, oh, here's the book. The big surprise. Otto came, except he is not Otto. Oh, boy. He came with two babies. And they were little and she was still nursing. And we got to see her nursing them and teaching them this and teaching them that. And, and everybody in our subdivision realized what was going on. So at five o'clock, there'd be 15, 20 people out on the sidewalk watching. Oh, that is so sweet. It was amazing. So one of my neighbors, who's also become a very dear friend, I didn't know anything about otters. She said, you ought to write a book. Ronnie, I don't know how to write a book. Leave me alone. This went on for about three weeks. Every day she would say, did you start to write the book? I go, leave me alone. I don't know how to write a book. So one day I sat down and I wrote the book. <laughs> just like that. I love that. <laughs> Literally just like that. That was about a year ago, May. And then I started making a few phone calls and doing this and doing that. and. Um, and I painted all of, I mean, it's all my watercolors are the pictures in it. And February 1st of this year, my book became active on Amazon as a real live book. It's amazing. It's amazing. The, the process of how that all came about is so incredible. You know, you have people who say, you know, my whole life, I've wanted to write a book. I've dreamt of writing a book and all of these things. And, and I love that you just basically just simply decided one day, like, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. And, and you did it. And not only did it, you did it so well. You were so gracious to uh, send me, you know, the PDF and, and the illustrations that you've only been painting for how long? Four, well, now four and a half years. I mean, they're, the illustrations are so beautiful and so well done and so perfect with the story. You know, I can, I can, I well, actually, I want it for my granddaughter. So I'll be getting it for my granddaughter because she loves, she's only, she'll be a year next month, but she loves animals. So she'll go crazy over this. Um, but it just has this like such a soft, appealing look to it. And I, I think it's brilliant, especially for somebody who doesn't have like this big, long background in it. You just simply knew. Yeah, I mean, and it's interesting because when I when I've sometimes sat in, um, especially new author meetings, and people say, "Oh, I've been writing since I was eight years old, and I journaled, and I started writing books," and I'm sitting there going, "Really?" <laughs> I mean, that was just never in my scope. Mm -hmm. And if my friend hadn't nagged me into doing it, it wouldn't have happened. That's um, amazing. So, and you seem to have like navigated that whole process. It sounds like you navigated it pretty easily. The whole um, publishing, the writing, the publishing, and and then of course into the promoting. But tell me a little bit about your publishing process. Like, how, was it a crash course for you in in all of that? I I know a woman um, that I'm. It's more than an acquaintance, but not quite a best friend. Sure, but somewhere between that. And uh, a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, she did a book for children on yoga because she's a yoga teacher. And I knew that. So a year ago, April or May, I called her and I said, 
would you like to come to breakfast? I want to pick your brain. So she came and she brought me two, three books on self-publishing. And she told me about a woman who runs a 12-week, two times a week course on self-publishing. And it's for first, it's for not all first timers, but pretty much first timers or maybe second time. And she steps you literally from getting your ISBN numbers and getting your library of Congress number and, and just everything that, you know, I didn't know any of these things. Sure. When she said an ISBN number, I said to going, huh? <laughs> I, mean, I didn't know what she was talking about. Well, you know, you and most people, and it's, you know, it's people don't realize um, just how much is actually involved in it. And if you don't have somebody doing what this person did for you, which is kind of walk you through the steps, it's like, you feel like you're getting thrown out to the wolves and it's very, over. it can be very overwhelming. So... I, there's no doubt that I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it were not for her 12-week course. Um, but I'm a real quick study. I grasp things. You tell me once, I got it. And then because I am high energy, I, I just take a lot of things upon myself. Um, if, if I've like I saw you talk one time and the minute we were off, I sent you an email. I love it. That's my kind of person right there. I'm the same yeah. way. I agree with you. Like in, in the moment, if I decide something, it's already happening because I've already decided it. And now we're moving on to the next phase. Yeah. And especially if you sense I, I can work with this person. So my very, very first of the 12 week session, there was a, an editor mm-hmm. who and, and this woman has a huge group of of resources and networks that she provides you. But this editor was on the very first night I ever sat there. And I was sort of like with you, it was like, oh, I need this lady. So the minute it was over, I wrote her and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I actually sent her my manuscript. Oh, wow. That's great. And and I was expecting her to tear it apart, Mm -hmm. which to my shock, she didn't. She changed three things only which to me is overwhelming. Um, and I think the thing that shocked me probably the most is I had no idea how expensive this journey was. And mine was cheaper because I didn't have to pay an illustrator. Right. Illustrators are not inexpensive. Right. And um, so this woman told me that I probably saved 2500 to $5,000 just because I didn't have an, an illustrator to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just publish on Amazon and you do it through Ingram Spark and, yep. and KDP, um, you get away with basically no expense. Right. But then I started hearing that you should have your own books made. Mm. Well, that was another expense that I didn't expect. Um, but I'm so glad I did it. I, you know, it, it was it was the right choice for me. Um <laughs> I went to a local art fair mm-hmm. last October and, and it's strictly art. It's paintings and sculptures and, but I've, I've always seen some people there with books. So last October I looked at Gary and I said, come on, I want to go. Maybe we'll see the book people and I could talk with them. Well, there was a woman there. She made me look shy. yes that's hard to do but she made me look shy I love it 
And she started publishing, self-publishing books in 2010. So she's done it a long time. Mm. She had books all over the table and all sorts of merchandise. And then I said, may I talk with you? And I told her I had just done my very first book and that it was in the process of being, um, the graphic design was being done. And she looked at me, she says, how are you going to sell it? So I told her <laughs> whatever I whatever I said. And she goes, no, how are you going to sell it? And I thought, I just answered that, but okay. <laughs> and I thought, all right, I'm going to try this one. So I told her something else. Mm -hmm. She goes, now you answered the question. Oh. And I went, all right. So she gave me a book that she wanted me to get, mm -hmm. which is on marketing your book. Yes. Now I've already got the book being graphic design and I'm, you know, I mean, I'm knee deep into this. Sure. But this book in the first paragraph said, before you even start to write, you have to know how you're going to market and sell your book. Mm -hmm. Because if you can't sell it, don't write it. That's such great advice. It really and is. Because I think so many people, myself included, to be perfectly honest, I always throw myself under the bus. I'm fine with it. Um, I jumped in face first, had no idea what I was doing and and made, you know, so many mistakes along the way that I learned from all of them. But, you know, had I done what you did and just get some advice and get some training and get some books that tell you, you know, before you even get started, how to do it, um, you make that journey so much easier on yourself. Well, and there's so much to learn. There I really mean, is. it's, it's really, it's overwhelming what there is to learn. And, and the writing was the easiest part of it because yeah. trying to market the book trying to get it sold. And I know the world is totally focused on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And I think that Amazon is a wonderful platform. And if you get lucky, if you have more than one book, or if you get sure. lucky and you just get hot, I don't think that children's books are the way you're going to make a fortune. Right, right. You know, yeah, that's so true. You know, I remember when I first started writing, that was like the thing that they said, don't even bother trying to shop. If you're writing a children's book, don't bother trying to shop it around. This was a long time ago, um, you know, because the market is saturated and, you know, unless and you're- it's, it's still no different. It's yeah, still no different. It really and, isn't. And, 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 and because of the computer mm -hmm. and because of Amazon, Barnes and Noble, bless them, they're still having their doors open. Yeah, I don't know how, but, but they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you can't get into them. Right. You know, if, if you're self, and, and self-published is just sneered at. Yeah. Yeah. It still is. It still gets that reaction and uh, shame on them. They're, they're missing out on an incredible opportunity with, uh, you know, local and independent and self-published authors, because there's a, a wealth of talent out there. And, and yes, absolutely. There's some garbage out there too. Let's call it what it is. Um, you know, the, the, the great thing and terrible thing about self-publishing is that anyone can do it, right? <laughs> it's yes. both the best and they can do it thing. terribly. Yeah. yeah. I, there was a, a woman I know who, who did one about three years ago now, mm -hmm. and I was all excited. And then she showed it to me one day and I, yeah. Oh, this is wonderful. And I'm thinking, <laughs> Oh, it's not, it's awful. And um, last month I was, I've had a hard time getting the book in the libraries mm -hmm. because they also don't want self-published local authors. Right. And I had one library that said, bring me a book. Well, I can't give away my book to every library who says, bring me a book. But she said, you know, let me at least see it. So I take it down to her and she loved it. And she said, stop calling the libraries. Don't email them. 
She said, I want you to walk into the library and ask for the children's librarian. And what she said to me was, was very interesting. She, she said, your book is absolutely gorgeous. And she said, if you could see what people bring in to me that they're so proud of, <laughs> that they're like on spiral binders and they yeah. might just be on some kind of paper that you ran off your computer, you know, <laughs> off your printer. Yes. And, and the graphics are just awful. She said, so when you call a library and speak to them, she said, in the back of their mind, that's what they're thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she that said, is fantastic advice. And it's so true. You know, anytime, you know, and there's people that will advise you against, you know, uh, cold calling bookstores and, and libraries and things like that. And as long as you're doing it in a polite respect, you know, you're not going to charge in there and charge in front of everybody in line and say, you know, I need you to carry my book. You know, obviously you're going to do it the right way, but really in person, it's a lot harder to say no to somebody in person than it is you know, via email, which can get ignored or just simply missed. You know, I don't even think it's intentional all the time. It's that they're inundated with requests and, you know. I, I think that email can be inundated mm -hmm. or if they don't want to respond, they just don't. Right. Um, I mean, I've called people three and four times and never had them call me back. Yeah. yeah. But but if you're face to face and, and I tell people, if you don't knock on the door, the door can't be opened to say no. Right. And it also can't be opened to say yes. That is so true. And, you know, that's a great moment to, I, I, I would like you to share something with everyone that they will never guess in a million years if we tried to get them to do that. Um, can you tell everyone what age you wrote this book and published at? <laughs> I was 77 and my birthday is the end of July and I will be 78. And, and I will do the thing that everyone watching this is going to do right at that moment when they hear that, which is what? Because <laughs> that's what I did to you and I can't stop doing it to you. And, and, and yes, I did. I did ask Linda to share all of her secrets. So if you're, if you're really good, um, I'm kidding. Of course, you're all wonderful. Um, we're going to have <laughs> Linda come back on. Look how I'm putting Linda on the spot. I'm going to ask Linda to come back on the show again, because you have so, so much to tell us and teach us. So um, I'm putting you right on the spot and asking you to definitely come back on the show again for me. I will be honored to do that. I love it. Yes, we got her. We got her, guys. <laughs> um, now, Linda, tell everybody, if you would, where they can find your book, if you have any um, appearances coming up, and uh, a website that we can send them to. Well, the book is on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And as of this past week, not only is it on Amazon in English, but it's on Amazon in Spanish as well. So for people who are Spanish speaking or have bilingual homes, and these days children are going to school to learn to speak in two languages. Yeah. So, so if you have a, a, a young child, then the book is ideal for that. Um, so it's on Amazon. You can get it online at all the Target and Walmart and Barnes and Nobles because they have it all on their websites. But I do have a website. Beautiful. It's www.lindahansenauthor.com. Hansen is spelled H-A-N-S-E-N. Perfect. And that'll take you to my website. You can buy the book on my website. If you buy it from me on the website and you want me to inscribe it to whoever is special that you want to giving it to, that lets me do that. If you buy it to Amazon, 
you just get a book in the mail. Outstanding. Um, oh, that is so, so perfect. Linda, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show. I look forward to having you on again. And guys, that was Linda Hansen, author of Otto the Otter, an absolutely charming story. Make sure you go check it out. Hey, family, if you're looking for the perfect gift for the reader in your life, why not check out one of my books? They're all available on Amazon and most major online book retailers, as well as elsacurt.com.